welcome to another episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. I am your host, Amy Gray Cunningham, and today I am joined with a wonderful guest. Her name is Anne Hintz, and she has a phenomenal story. She has the ability to kind of see within her body and release physical tension. She has an actual physical story to tell us. So we're going to hear a little bit about that. She's written a book called A Pathway to Insight, and it details her journey and breaks down the the steps she took to attain what she calls insight or the ability to see within the body. Anne, welcome. Can you please introduce yourself to our our audience and tell tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do in your phenomenal story? Sure. Thank you for having me. I love to be able to share this story because I believe we are all powerful beings. So that we yeah. are. Yeah, I'm I'm a mother, a wife. I live in California. I'm originally from England. I've lived in California 33 years. And in 2020, actually on 11-11-2020, I published my book called The Pathway to Insight because I had been on this journey and developed this ability and I wanted other people to know how they could also do it. So that's why I'm sharing my story, because I had no idea when I started this journey that there was so much more to life and that we could develop this kind of ability. So I want other people to know that they can do it, too. So what was it that you found out? (laughs) You want the whole story at this point or just the end? Let's always start at the beginning, or we can start in the middle, you know. <laughs> okay, I'll start. Makes more sense. <laughs> well, I, I, over the time, I realized that the more I believe, the more trauma we have in our in our life, in our childhood, mostly, the greater our capacity for spiritual growth. So I know I have a capacity for spiritual growth because I had quite a bit of trauma. You know, a lot of us did. I, you know, I, I was born with my right foot up against my right shin. So the first six weeks of life were physical therapy for me, which I'm sure involves some pain. And, and then I was handed over for adoption into a family that had just suffered a loss. So, you know, that was subconscious trauma that was instilled in me. And, you know, when at the age of nine, we lived in Hong Kong and I was sent to boys, a boys boarding school in England. I was the first girl boarder at a boys boarding school. Now, there were day girls, right? So I had people to play with during the day, but then they would all go home. And I was teased mercilessly for those two years. So it was really not a good time. And then, you know, time went on. I got to my teenage years, both my parents became alcoholics. So um, that was not good. So I kind of shut down inside of myself because my dad had anger issues. And, um, you know, with the alcohol, it, it was not a good time. So got used to walking on eggshells. You didn't say much because my opinion was always wrong. So really kind of shut myself down. And then when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead in our bathroom. So that was kind of a big trauma. But, you know, I didn't know what to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. If if you don't know anything else, you just carry on with life. So I just carried on with life. I just suppressed it all because that's what I'd always done. So I just kept it shoved down. And so it wasn't until I was in my late 30s, I had two young boys. I was a stay-at-home mother and had like a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at school. They thought I'd done something wrong. I didn't think I'd done anything wrong, but my mind just spun over and over. It couldn't let this thing go. It couldn't let what they said go. And I couldn't sleep for days. And that's when I realized, you know, I don't think this is normal. 
I don't think normal people would do this. And that was the first realization that, you know, maybe there's something from childhood that I need to look at, <laughs> which is kind of funny to think about these days because I've done so much work on my childhood. But that was kind of the first inkling that there was something that I needed to do. It's, it's interesting when you were talking about normal, what, what did you perceive as normal back then? That's, you know, maybe you'd think about it for a little while and let it go. But I, my mind wouldn't let it go. It just kept spinning. And yeah, it just, I mean, my husband, my husband didn't grow up with trauma, very different childhood, and he could just let things go. So I guess I could see that. I could see that difference there. And it was it was not fun. So it, so what happened is at some time around then, I don't remember the time frame exactly, I went to a doctor's appointment and I don't remember why I went to this doctor's appointment. I think it was probably just a checkup. But my doctor recognized I was more stressed than I should be, just in general, more, just more stressed. And he asked me on a scale of zero to 10 what my stress level was, and it was an eight. Now, I was a stay-at-home mother with two young boys, two you know, happy, healthy young boys. So it shouldn't have been quite that stressful, but it was. And then he asked me why. And it was that question. That's when I realized, oh, it was from finding my mother dead on the bathroom floor 20 years ago, because the tears were still just under the surface. All this time had gone by and I hadn't dealt with it. So it was still just living inside of me so he used this technique it's called EFT which is short for emotional freedom technique it's also called tapping he used it with me for about 15 minutes and I walked away from that appointment being able to tell the story of her death in my mind without the tears there and that was such a huge shift and it was the first realization for me that we just store these memories physically in our body these emotions physically and we can just let them go that they don't have to stay so that was a huge realization for me. So I went home and I learned the technique because it's easy to learn. It was given away by Gary Craig free when he developed it. So you can learn it online and you can learn it in five to 10 minutes. It's really simple. It's just kind of almost deceptively simple. So I wanted to make sure it worked. I have a, an engineering background. I was a software engineer for a long time. So I checked it out. I had a 17 year old cat at home at the time and he needed to have a daily saline shot. So the first time I gave him a shot, I was so afraid of it because I hated needles and my hand was just shaking. It was, it was crazy. I wasn't going to be able to do it every day. It just wasn't going to happen. So I thought, okay, I've got a good test case here. So I, I tapped, I tapped about my hand shaking. I tapped about my fear of giving him the shot, my fear of hurting him and the memories I had around injections, because I'd had a lot over the years. And the next day, the needle just slid right in. There was no fear left in my hand or my body. It had just disappeared. And that's when I realized that, that it's just held in the body and that we can let it go. We can let the emotions go and freedom is on the other side because it felt so different being able to give him the shot without any fear there than it had the previous day when I was so afraid of it. And that fear, you know, lasted like an hour or two as I was remembering it and going over and over it. So that was when I realized that this technique is really deceptively powerful. Right? It doesn't look like it's doing much because we're just tapping on different places on our body as we're talking through things. 
but it's really releasing that energy from the body. So when you're tapping, where are you tapping at? It's specific points. It's like nine points on the body. Some people add one or two others and they're the same points all the time. So the first point's karate chop point on the side of the hand. Then it's Mm -hmm. the crown point on the top of the head, the beginning of the eyebrow, the edge of the eye, under the eye, on the upper lip, on the chin, on the collarbone and under the arm. So you can look those points up online. There's, There's hundreds, probably thousands of images online of where they are. So those are the ends of meridian systems. So it's a little bit like acupressure and that tapping on the body is what allows the kind of allows the um, neural pathways to relax and let go of that stored energy. For those who aren't actually watching this and they're listening to it, when you say tapping, it's, it's actually, you're taking like your fingers and you're just like tapping on those points with the, with the tops of your fingers. Right. And you're tapping maybe five to seven times on each point and you're tapping firm enough that it feels like it's doing something, but you're not hurting yourself and you're mm-hmm. not doing it so gently that it's not going to do anything to the body. So it's kind of a you know medium tap. How many times do you do that? I mean, it's I going to depend on what you're working on, right? If you're if you're in the middle of some traumatic event right, and you're feeling really emotional, you'll just keep tapping through the points until you feel some relief, until until you're able to take a deep breath and relax. But, you know, if you're bringing back a memory, so for me with my mother's death, I would have to bring that memory back into my mind so that the feelings are in my body again. And then I would tap through until I'm relaxed, until the words just become like words I'm reading from a book. Right, because then the energy has gone. So one of the really good things about EFT is it actually provides you feedback, which is something, you know, engineering background. Again, I really liked that. Right? <laughs> I know it's doing something. But as you release energy, you know, tears are an obvious release of tension and energy in the body. So um, that's good. A lot of people will yawn. That shows it's release. Your body's releasing energy. Some people will burp. Some people will take a deep sigh. Or um, some people get really, really tired. They, you know, need to fall asleep almost. So those that's your body showing you that it's releasing energy. And obviously the voice changing, right? When you start out with a story and maybe you're really angry, right? That anger is coming through in your words. But as you release the anger and relax into it, your, your voice will change. The anger will disappear from it. So do you, do you say like affirmations when you're doing these, these, this tapping, or do you, do you just go through the memory of, of the trauma? As we're starting it out, the, um, we say a set of phrase as we're tapping on the karate chop point on the side of the hand. So it might be something like, you know, even though my dad shouted at me, that's my truth in this moment. And it's okay that I feel that way. And then I would tap through points saying my dad shouted at me. Now, what, I've found over time period is that EFT opens up the subconscious mind. So when I started out, I didn't really know how I felt about anything, right? I just knew what happened. So I would use the words, but then as you release tension, as you release resistance, then more of the memories open up and the awareness expands. So then I'd start to become aware of how I felt. So, you know, if my dad was shouting at me, maybe I felt afraid, right? So then I would tap on, I was afraid when my dad was shouting at me. It was scary when my dad was shouting at me. So the words we're using are our actual truth in the moment. 
right? So I know my dad was shouting at me. And as I let that go, oh, okay, I was actually afraid when my dad was shouting at me. That's my truth now. I've actually opened it up and that's my truth. I was afraid when my dad shouted at me. So we're just using the words to find our truth and we're accepting, absolutely accepting our truth in any moment. So could people who have experienced like PTSD, um, you know, working, working on a job, military, police officers, firefighters, obviously childhood trauma issues, could people use this type of EFT? Absolutely. Yes. They've done, stu- they've done studies on people um, from Vietnam vets. They've done studies with EFT. And, then, mm-hmm. and yes, they're, they're, um, the nightmares that they had been having for like 20, 30 years, they did a couple of weeks of tapping. And I don't know the exact results, but for some of them, those disappeared. Yeah. But, but what yeah. it takes is the willingness to actually go into the wound, you know, and, you know, as we, as my story progresses, we'll hear about it, but I actually know that what we're doing is actually opening up a wound inside the body, the tension that's stored inside the body and releasing that dis-ease inside the body. If I'm getting this correct and tell me if I'm wrong, but when we, when, when we have emotional trauma, when we experience emotional emotional trauma, sometimes if we don't work through it or release it, that memory or that energy of the memory is stored within the body, which causes the disease or the dis-ease within, and it can cause, especially if we don't move through the trauma and we hold on to it, is that what causes future anxieties and anger and alcoholism maybe? turning to, to, to drugs to try to numb pain from childhood issues or trauma that we've experienced from earlier on. Absolutely. We want to hide it, right? It's scary yeah. to, to feel those feelings. Yeah. I mean, I, I had PTSD from being around my, my dad and his anger issues, walking on eggshells, that fear. I lived in fear for decades, um, you know, trying to keep myself safe and you know, I I didn't look at my stuff. I didn't know, I wasn't aware that I had all this inside that I was trying to keep down until I had this altercation. And then, okay, yeah, I need to start looking at it. So absolutely, it's it's just stored. It's a hard concept to get around, but really that energy, the emotions are just stored inside our body. They're nowhere else, right? The memories aren't anywhere else outside of us. They just live inside of us as stuck stored energy, which is physically stored inside the body and we can release it. You know, we sometimes feel it's it's so scary to do that. And we sometimes feel like if we're gonna look at those feelings or those memories, we're gonna be annihilated by them because they're so scary, but it, it really is just stuck tension inside of us. That's for me, you know, having that cat experience and seeing the freedom on the other side of that fear was just huge, right? And I wanted that. I wanted that freedom on the other side of that fear. So I started using EFT every day. I started noticing, which in itself is not easy to do, noticing when I was becoming emotional, right? And catching myself, and then I could tap on it. But I I wanted more than that. I actually wanted to change this 
all these memories that were stored inside. I wanted to release that tension. So I wrote down every emotional memory I could think of from my childhood, from my earlier years, which was several pages worth. And I tapped through one each night. I tapped for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. And I found my mind becoming quiet and peaceful, which is what my, I was after. I wanted inner peace. <laughs> that was my goal. And it was so fun to actually experience it happening. Because I've talked to people who've been meditating for like 20 years and still have such a busy mind. But I actually recognized that the voice inside my head, the one that was criticizing me and judging other people, actually was disappearing. And my mind was becoming quiet. And I remember opening my kitchen door one day and saying to myself, it feels like I'm living in a different reality because all that noise in my mind was no longer there. It just felt so different. It's interesting. I mean, the way people, way we process emotions and that's, we're not taught that really in school. We learn, we learn by watching how other people or how, how other people react to us sometimes, or how, or how, you know, sometimes you're, well, we'll give you something to cry about. I remember my mother used to tell me that all the time. Well, you know, you if you don't stop crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. <laughs> My dad used to say that too. Yeah. You know, and, and, and she, looking back on it now, I mean, I'm sure she didn't mean anything, but she was probably just frustrated and, you know, and she just didn't know how to deal with, with me at the time. And, and that's what her mother or her father said to her. Exactly. And, but I learned that, you know, I needed to be a good girl and be quiet and, you know, into stuff those those feelings so whether that's right I mean that wasn't either mom if you're listening to this I don't blame you <laughs> just saying <laughs> caveat there it gets perpetuated uh, from generation to generation because we're taught we're programmed to do that yes but then but then when there's a real trauma that comes across you know how do we move through that and how do we experience that and and feel through it, feel the feels, you know, and allow ourselves to feel through that. And because we are all energy, everything is energy and our feelings. So how do we move through that? And EFT, I guess is, is a great way to, to go through that. Well, tell us more about your story and how, and how you, how you moved through. So you, you, you realized through your experience with these, these two women, that there was something wrong. And then you went to the doctor and he showed you this tapping. So what happened next? Right. So I used it a lot and, and I recognized it was, it was expanding my awareness. So I started to become aware of my emotions during the day, but then there's a deeper level still. So I started to become aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, right? So we'll use words like anger or frustration or sadness, but what we're really doing is with describing a set of physical sensations, right? Because when we see a child, right, and we can tell if they're angry but what we're really seeing is how they're holding themselves, the physical sensations. And we just, we dissociate from that and we start to use the word anger or frustration or sadness, right? So I started to become aware of the physical sensations I was feeling when I was afraid or angry, right? And then instead of using EFT, I didn't feel like I needed to use that anymore. I started to use what I call feeling your feelings, right? You just said, feel your feels. So 
I'd been in a group at the time and the guy said every week, you don't need to meditate, which was good because I didn't want to. All you need to do is feel your feelings. But he never explained what he meant. And I didn't know what that meant. But I was doing the tapping during this time frame. And one week I thought, okay, well, I can feel those sensations. So let me try and do what he says. What does it mean to feel your feelings? I would be at the kitchen sink doing the dishes and I would recognize, okay, this thought, I'm, I'm afraid this thought has fear in it. So I would feel those sensations of fear. And normally for me, the fear is in my stomach or my solar plexus and there's tension. So I would put my awareness on this tension, I'd feel it. But if I moved or if I took a deep breath, it would disappear. It would, it would hide because I'd suppressed it for all these years. And so I realized, okay, what I need to do is actually hold myself like a statue and feel the feelings, the tension. And I would stop right there. And I wouldn't take any more breath. I wouldn't take a breath. I'd just stop my breath right there. And then I would talk to it. It's like, okay, I can feel, I can feel this fear in my stomach. I can feel this tension in my stomach. I'm just going to feel you. I'm going to allow you to be. I don't want you to go. I just want to accept you and feel you. And as I did that, I realized I needed to take a deep breath at some point, right? I'd have to breathe. And there would be a shift. So then I would think the thought again, this fearful thought, and feel this tension. And it it would have declined somewhat or it would have moved somewhere else. So I would do the same thing. I would feel it, talk to it, and there would be a shift. So I'd do it over and over again with the same thought until the emotions underneath it had dissolved. So kind of I was doing the same thing as I was doing with EFT, but now I'm doing it at a deeper level of awareness. And so at night now, instead of tapping, I would lay on the sofa and I would bring collective traumas to mind. Right? So I think about maybe 9-11. I bring all those feelings and emotions into my body, feel them, allow them to be, to be felt and dissipate. And I would do that over and over again. So, you know, this whole time life is improving. I'm feeling calmer inside and less reactionary. So, you know, as the months go by, things on the outside are improving as the tension on the inside is releasing. So that was kind of the second step. And then at some point during this journey, I realized that once the tension had released on the inside, I could actually keep my awareness in there on the inside of my body. It sounds like such a weird thing to say, and, and it is, you know, but I hadn't heard anyone else talk about this before it was new to me so I was kind of just playing around and so I you know could I do this again and I I did I could do it again I could put my awareness inside my I was working with my lower right abdomen at the time and the only way I can kind of explain this is imagine you've got a toothache or a stomach ache right you could pinpoint with your mind where that pain is coming from right you can focus on it but once the pain has gone you can't really find that place on the inside anymore because there's nothing calling your attention to it. I found I could put my awareness back inside. So I started playing around. So can I move my awareness around? And I found that I could. And I could find tension. I could feel where there was no tension or I could feel where there was tension. So I would put my awareness, my attention on the tension and accept it, fully accept it, fully feel it, do exactly the same thing as I was doing with the physical sensations, but now I'm inside the body doing it and it would release. 
and I would do it again and again and, and release this tension deep inside my body. That is so wild. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was weird. That, that's when I started researching. It's like, what, what is this? What am I doing? Yeah. Is there anyone else out there talking about this? And, and that's when I really realized I, I do believe this is the original meaning of the word insight. Right, because we talk about, we use that word a lot, right? But when we use it, we're really talking about like going into the mind or the imagination or even outside, you know, in, into the, the universe, the spiritual mm-hmm. universe. I'd never heard of someone talking about actually going inside the body. And I believe it. I believe it's the original meaning of that word insight. So I started playing with it. I just kept doing it. I kept going inside, feeling, releasing the tension. And at some point it took many months um, until I could actually put my awareness inside my head, which again, it sounds really weird, but, um, but I had to release a lot of tension in other places in order to, to get my awareness inside my head. And once I got my awareness inside my head, oh my goodness, there was so much pain and tension inside my head that I had no idea I had, right? I'd lived 50 years at this point and I had no idea how much pain and the forces pulling my bones out of alignment were just just unbelievable yeah if you had told me I had them I, there's no way I would ever believe that in fact I did have an orthodontist years ago tell me because I had migraines he said you must have a lot of tension in your head and I left it off it's like no I don't think so <laughs> but just massive so you know over time I have put my awareness on the tension and the pain and released it and just done it over and over and over again. And at some point I heard and felt something release on the inside, getting a little scary, didn't know what it was. And that's when I researched more and realized it's the connective tissue. It's the bonds in the connective tissue that are releasing as I'm releasing tension. And so I actually, I know I'm moving my awareness around through the connective tissue. So over time, I could actually feel my bones relax into what I now know is a more aligned position. And so my, um, yeah, I had an x-ray taken last year and I have one compared to 2013. And I can see that my eye sockets, my actual bones have relaxed and, and shifted into more alignment. And my jaw was way off to the side, is now more in the centered. And my neck, I have scoliosis, I believe from childhood where I was born with my right foot up against my right shin twisted my whole body out of alignment so that is untwisting and so my neck is straighter and I have grown half an inch in the last well I've grown it half an inch since the last time I measured myself as a 55 year old you don't measure yourself very often but since the last time I have grown half an inch (laughs) (laughs) so I now know that we are incredibly powerful if if we, we can do this work anyone can learn to do this as well crazy I love it and on your website, I've seen those pictures. So, I mean, you can see, you show the, the pictures on your website of your, your skull and the, the shift that you, you physical evidence of, of the, the shift that you've made. What did the doctors say? I mean, that had to have like blown their minds. I haven't really talked to any doctors about it. I mean, it was my dentist, right? That they were through my orthodontist. So I haven't, you know, he's, he's pretty relatively traditional you know I I think he might think oh well it was the orthodontic work they did that it's like no I'm sorry 
<laughs> no, I know, right, because I can feel it happening. I, I, I know what's happening on the inside. I know exactly where my awareness is. I can feel, I can feel my awareness inside, right? If I look closely in the mirror, I can actually see it's a little bit like the matrix. <laughs> like I can see where I'm moving around on the inside if it right if it moves something that's visible from the outside it's a little difficult to explain but yeah so how do you work with people to to be able to do this I mean what what kind of suggestions do you give people to help them I well I recommend people learn EFT that that's you know for me that's where I had to start I couldn't have started at the place of feeling your feelings because I wasn't aware of them yeah. So, yeah. so let me tell you this experience from before COVID. I had a group that we, we went, got together to tap once a week. But at the beginning of the group, everyone would sit in a semicircle and close their eyes. And I would play a series of chimes. Then we would open our eyes and share our experiences. So there are some people who would only hear the chimes with their ears. And then there are other people who could hear the chimes with their ears but they could also feel some of the sound vibrations, maybe one or two parts of the body. And then there were other people who could feel those sound vibrations throughout their bodies. Right? So I started out only being able to hear with my ears, which is like the obvious thing. Okay, you always hear with your ears if you're going to hear. But there's this whole other spectrum of experience that we can attain that's a very different life experience, right? So now I can feel sound vibrations throughout my body. So imagine, right, just hearing a conversation, right? The person who only hears with their ears, they only hear the, they only hear the words, right? But someone else on the other extreme feels a depth in what the people are saying, right? You, you hear the words, you you hear the um the the vibrations of the person who's talking the words right because if you have a deeper awareness inside yourself you also have a deeper awareness outside of yourself right so there's, there's this whole spectrum of awareness that you can have but I started out at one end of the spectrum and so EFT would have been the, the technique that I had to use because I didn't have the awareness of those feelings of those sounds in my body Right. Someone who's maybe more empathic, right, who picks up those physical sensations already, someone like that could possibly start with the feeling your feelings, right, and move on from there. But I think it depends where you're starting from. Now, you've said that you have a, a different way of looking at the law of attraction. Does this have anything to do with any of that or...? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, well, it has everything to do with all of it. Yeah, so I think of ourselves as a signal. The whole of us is a signal, right? It's our hair, it's our gender, it's our color, it's our shape, it's our size. But because I felt those, right, that tension inside of myself, inside of my head, I, I know without a doubt that the biggest part of that signal is the history, the emotions that we have stuck inside of ourselves. So that is a huge part of the signal. And we're emitting a signal every second of every day and we're attracting it back to our future based on the signal we're emitting. Because right? the law of attraction is working all the time. We don't have control over it. It's working all the time. And so 
if we are, ourselves are our signal, how can we change our signal to attract better futures to ourselves? So that's when I recognize, okay, I want to change the base signal inside of myself. I want to let go of that tension inside of myself. And every time I do, I believe every time we tap, every time we do any of this work, we're shifting our signal and we're changing our future. Shifting your vibration. Yeah. So I'd ask myself during the day, okay, how am I feeling right now? And do mm -hmm. I want to feel this way again in the future? Because that's my signal. I'm going to feel this way again in the future. So if, if my answer is, I don't want to feel this way again, and mine normally was, I don't want to feel this way again. Okay, so then I need to change my signal right now. So what can I do? Well, you know, the easiest thing to do is just take a deep breath. That is going to relax us. And then our signal is more of relaxation. And that's what we're going to attract. Or if I want to go deeper, I can tap. Or I can feel those physical sensations and let that tension go then I'm changing my base signal to more peace, more peaceful. And then that's what I'm going to attract into my future. So I used it as a tool in that way. So we are the creators of our own experience and we get to choose. Yeah. Victims yeah. of our own circumstances anymore. And it becomes more obvious the more you do this work, you see reasons why you're replaying things over and over again, right? We're, we're re-experiencing war right now right and so you know it's hard to take responsibility for that right do I really want to take responsibility who I created for well <laughs> not really but imagine you know or think back you know we all learned about war in school right and we've watched movies about war and did we feel those emotions and let them flow out of us at the time or did we hold them inside and not say anything about them as we were taught about the horrors of war well, I think we stored them inside, right? So it was part of our signal. So we're creating something to re-experience that again. Now, if we want to change it, then we need to feel those emotions inside of us and let that tension out, right? allow it to flow out of us. Because if we keep it suppressed again, then we're going to create it again in our future. So now's an opportunity to feel all these emotions that are coming up around us and actually feel them, allow them to be felt and let go so that they're no longer a part of our signal. Interesting that feelings are meant to be felt. I don't know. I don't know why that, that just I kind of like correlated in my, you know, you said the word feelings and felt and, you know, and, and they have to be felt within and then they're released and then they're just like gone. But that's what, that's the experience of why we're here, right? Is to, that's part of why we're here is to experience the feelings, but yet we're taught to stuff them and not feel them. I'm going to yeah. give you something to cry about. <laughs> yeah and we don't know how to feel I mean I had no idea how to go about this right when I started to try to feel my feelings what does that feel like and what does what does anger feel like in the body now it doesn't mean to, to be angry with someone else it just means to feel that anger inside right and there will be tension in certain places in the body right? a lot of people feel anger in their jaws or their their fists like, what does that feel like? Can you just feel it? What did it feel like for you? I mean, 
I didn't, to be honest, I didn't feel anger a lot. <laughs> it was mostly fear for me. It's mostly fear. And, and that was in my jaws. That was tension in my stomach. I had a lot of digestive issues over the years, just tension in my stomach and just so much. That as well. Maybe that that's a good, hmm. yeah. Yeah, and what's so interesting is we, we just, we're just not aware of it. We're just not aware of it. And, you know, I, if someone had told me this 10, 15 years ago, I would have had resistance. It's like, no, I don't think so. I don't think I have all this tension. So it takes the work to start looking at it, to realize, oh my goodness, I really do have so much tension. And, you know, it's a, it's such a layer by layer process, you know, we'll, feel one emotion or trauma and let it go and the next one will be shown to us right so I wasn't I wasn't ready to feel that tension in my head until I had let go of all these other layers and then I was shown that tension and then I could work on that right I believe that that you know the phrase God never gives you more than you can handle in any moment right so it's just a layer by layer process and actually believing that it's true will allow you to start going down the path you know that's why I'm sharing my story so people know that this is possible and you're just like everybody else just a normal human being you wake up every morning and you know get out of bed and brush your teeth and pour your cup of coffee or tea and you just keep on moving you're just a normal regular person right absolutely yeah I just started on this journey because I really wanted things to change. That's awesome. Yeah, but no, so let me tell you more about, you know, because your podcast is about there being more to life. Yes. And so, you know, there are other things that happen along the way, right? Life, we, we have this burden, right? I remember feeling so heavy, right? In my teens and my 20s, my 30s, I just felt really heavy. But that's the burden that we're carrying, and as we lighten that burden, as we let go of our traumas, we actually start to physically feel lighter. It's part of the enlightenment process, right? There's that physical feeling of lightness. But because I can sense on the inside, I can actually sense that the tension is the darkness. Once you let go of the tension, it's actually light underneath. So that is part of the enlightenment process too, right? There's that... Mm that spectrum of light, but there's also the physical lightness. But as you become physically lighter, life feels better, right? It, we, we've lightened up, right? It's That's easier warm. to laugh. Yeah, it's easier yeah. to laugh. It's just just life is, is more fun. But as I said, the more you know yourself on the inside, right? It's the expansion of awareness. You become aware deeply on the inside, that awareness is on the outside as within, so without. So you start seeing things in other people and you start sensing the energy in the world around. It's like why things are happening the way they're happening. And that itself is more fun, right? The vibration, the, my whole vibe has changed, right? And as that happens, you actually start finding thoughts. You, you tune into thoughts that you have never experienced before. And that is so much fun. <laughs> And I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm more balanced on the inside. Right? Even my physical skull, my physical body is more balanced on the inside. So I'm more balanced on the outside. 
my skull, I've let so much tension go in my skull that I can sing notes that I couldn't sing before, right? So I love, I, I love to sing to myself in the car. I think a lot of people do. That's the only reason I tell this story because otherwise it's kind of embarrassing. Um, but I, my voice wasn't good before. I, there were notes that I couldn't get to. Though I could get to high notes and I could get to some low notes, but in the middle there, there were some notes that I couldn't get to. Well, I've released so much tension in my skull that, that I, I like my singing voice now. So I'm happy to sing to myself in the car or in the shower, <laughs> right? So there's so much more to life than I ever knew was possible. So I want people to know that, right? Now there's a lot of people who are depressed out there and you know think things are just falling apart, but there is more to life. And, and it's, it's true because it's, it's, once you start on this journey, things start to open up and it's like the light goes on here. And then you're like, you said, you start thinking thoughts and it's like, I remember asking God to start revealing himself to me. And, you know, it's like one layer here and one layer there. And it's, it's like an epiphany here and things just start happening. And it's like, wow, that makes so, that makes so much sense. And that makes so much sense. And, oh my God, that's what that means. And, yeah light yeah. bulbs go off yeah light bulb yeah. moments it makes life more fun yeah mm -hmm. the way I think of it is I think I'm you know, I'm sensing through the connective tissue I believe that's where the soul resides I believe it's it's in the connective tissue which is throughout our body and as we're releasing these memories the emotions traumas that's letting go of tension stored in this connective tissue in our soul right so I believe that tension prevents us tuning into spirit or God or whatever, um, clearly because it's distorted, the signal is distorted by the tension that we're holding inside. And as we let go of more and more of this tension, I believe we tune in to spirit more easily because the distortion is no longer there. Yeah, we all are spirit. And once we tune into that and we start creating from the divine, from spirit, it's amazing what we end up creating. You created a whole new skull. Got <laughs> <laughs> more to do. I'm not done yet. <laughs> that, that's, that's perfectly perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, how can, how can, how can people find you? Can they work with you? What, what can they, I mean, obviously you have a book, so where can they find your book and, and your website? Yeah, the book's on Amazon, or you can ask your local bookstore to order it. As we said, it's called The Pathway to Insight. And uh, I have a YouTube channel that has uh, multiple videos. So it has an EFT demonstration video. It has a feeling your feeling demonstration video and Love some it. others that show you that show you the way. I have a public Facebook page that um, I love explaining things on and you're welcome to interact there. And I have my website, which is amhints.com and the photos of the x-rays on there. You can, you can see what you can do with this work. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think that's, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And I suggest everyone go check out those, those pictures because they're phenomenal to look at. It's absolutely amazing. Well, one of the questions I definitely ask all of my guests, and I'm going to ask you as well, is if you had an opportunity to speak with someone, whether that person be here in the physical or across the plane in the spiritual world, who would that person be? And what would you talk to them about? If you had a chance to talk to them for an hour. Interesting question. Okay. <laughs> I, I would love to talk to Jesus. 
then I would like to know, I would like to know how he really died. This might, this might trigger some people. Sorry if it does. Nope, go ahead. I, I would it. like to know how he really died because um, I don't believe the, the story that we hear. I'd like to know how long he lived. I suspect he lived um, substantially longer than we have heard about. So um, I would love to know how he created his miracles, what he was doing inside of himself as he was doing those. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, those are some of the questions. I actually have a, some written mm. down somewhere, but I didn't realize was, I was gonna be asked this. So. Oh, no, 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 that, that's, that's perfect. That's one of my trick questions. Actually, if you ever do get to talk to him, find out how he made the water into wine. That's a, that's a good one. I wanna okay. know how to make the wine. Okay. Well, I heard that was like the best wine ever. So yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's one of, he's one of my, the people I want to talk to as well. So okay, good. I have questions. I have questions too. And there's no triggers. There's only questions. And who knows? Yeah, there are, but some people have beliefs and they fully mm -hmm. and truly believe in those and there's, and they're not okay. open to change. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that's okay too. One of the one of the things I asked myself early on or, or realized was that some of these spiritual teachers seem to know things that I didn't. So I would say, OK, so if they are right, what is it they're seeing that I'm not seeing? And I allowed that to open my mind to other opinions. So, you know, that's something people could work with, too. I, I believe everybody is right where they're supposed to be and nobody is in the wrong place at the wrong time. So even if they don't agree with me or I don't agree with them, they're perfectly perfect anyway. There's no, nobody's right, nobody's wrong. They just are. And, you know, one day we'll all know that, we, well, I, I take that back. We all already know the truth, what that truth is, who knows? Right, if we can't always see it, right? Yeah, we, we can't yeah. always see it, yeah. You know, everybody is perfectly perfect. There's no, there's no right. There's no wrong. It just is. That and story that I said about the, you know, the hearing the sounds, sound vibrations mm -hmm. inside, it made me realize also that at every stage, we always think we're right. And that this is the experience, you know, mm -hmm. especially at the beginning stage. Okay. Of course, people only hear sounds with their ears. What, what else is there? Right. Yeah. We think we're right, but we don't know that there's actually these other experiences that we can have. So. I think we're right until we find out that we're not. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, you know, they thought everyone thought that the world was flat until they found out that the world was round. And, you know, we think the world is round until we find out that, you know, maybe it's triangle. I don't know. <laughs> so everything's always proven itself to be something different. So who, who knows, which is the, the, the best thing about it so thank god there's there's all sorts of people in this world yes so, but anyway well and thank you so much for joining us today and is there anything else you would like for our listeners to know about you or your story or anything that you'd like to share i guess one thing that i sometimes forget to share is that and i touched on it a little bit but we sometimes think we don't have any control over things that are happening outside of us, right? Or there's something we're listening to on the news or someone else arguing outside of us. But our part of that equation is always how we feel. So even if we're listening to the news, right? We, what we feel about it, we can change that. If we come to peace, 
we tap maybe if we feel those feelings and we come to peace we are taking control of our experience and we are then emitting a signal of peace and we are attracting peace back to ourselves so we always have something that we can do that is perfect perfect advice thank you for sharing that you're spot on with that thank you thank you thank you for letting me share my story thank you for having me it's been a great i can't believe this has been an hour already <laughs> wow <laughs> told you let the angels take away with it and off we go <laughs> thank you again and i appreciate you for joining me thank you thank you for joining me on another episode of butterfly kisses a journey of spiritual transformation if you like what you've heard, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. This way you won't miss it when a new episode is released. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Akashic Record readings, you can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me by visiting my website at amygraycunningham.com. Again, thank you. And remember, always spread your gorgeous wings, my friend, and fly. Until next time, see ya.